There you are. Oh, I thought we'd have to do the show without you, Brandon. Mm-hmm. Podcasting will, will be put thrill. Grandpa and chill, grandson and friends. Podcasting will, Grandpa and chill, will be put thrill, grandson and friends. With your host, Grandpa Bart and Brandon Fox. Finest Jackson and Sierra Doss. This is Grandpa and Chill. Um, so happy to be here. Uh, great to have you on, Grandpa, everybody. Uh, I think, um, just to change up the format a little bit, uh, my, my first question is just going to be like, what do we want to talk about today? You know? And, uh, from that, uh, yeah, yeah, we can bring that to our guests. So, um, how are you doing, Grandpa? I'm fine. Except last night was a real screw up, but uh, I didn't really discuss it yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Well, um, Sierra tried to help me with uh, setting up uh, my wife's uh, podcast, and <laughs> unfortunately, he was very tired. He had started back in business. Uh, with running his uh, reception hall and he came in much later and really wasn't uh, anxious to do things. And it just became a, a real hassle. So uh, Sierra was very nice and waited, waited for us. And uh, it was just a mess. I'll put it that way. Wow. You're probably the only uh, 80 year old with two podcasts. <laughs> right. Right. Well, probably. But, right. So getting back to um, a subject, I, I just am suggesting two possibilities. One would be to talk about pets and another <laughs> one about music. And mm -hmm. I don't mean uh, I don't mean girlfriends or boyfriends. I mean, you know, uh, uh, animal pets. Mm -hmm. oh, <laughs> just a possibility. OK, OK. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm down for Pets and music. Um, what else? Uh, football's back. I don't really watch football. Talk about. <laughs> yeah, I don't really watch try. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was thinking about I was thinking about children's books the other day, actually. Mm. Um, yeah, I was thinking about ah. children's books mm. when I, I was I, editing these the other day. Children's books. Yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. that. I mean, because I, I would love to write children's books, but I want like Brothers Grimm, like back in the day, like a little bit darker. Yeah. Um, those are my favorite. Um, I like story tales. And That's I, the know. crazy thing about children's books is like all the original fairy tales are just so <laughs> fucked up. You They're realize once you're an adult. Yeah. I feel like, yeah. But th those yeah. are the best ones to give, give kids like this, like, dark things they don't even really know it's dark they're just like haha you know if you don't if you swallow a a spider you'll die didn't that lady swallow a fly or something and then she got yeah. a spider to go down her throat and then something like that and then they're like a like a a whole thing about that, that. sounds familiar this like is a fairy tale or real life yeah it's yeah. like one of those like it's like one of those like ring around the rosies pocket full of posies yeah it's like know. a rhyme yeah oh, and that yeah. was about the black plague 
You know, I remember. Ring, ring around the rope. Yeah, ring around your rosy. So that's like a sign of the black plague. Everybody dies. Like when they say yeah. we all fall down, all the kids yeah. die. That's what it's pocket like. pocket full of posies because you stink so much because you're dying. So just put a pocket full of posies on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Grandpa, um, do you remember the uh, the last plague? You mean right now? Well, I remember the only one you're going back to what 1907 or something? <laughs> no, it's what 1918. Oh, 1918, oh, right? Oh, right. No, no, not, not that old. Gotcha, gotcha. Not 1907. That would be ridiculous to ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder what fairy tales are going to be talking about for art for 2020. Kanye. Mm. Everything's yeah. fucked. Yeah. Good. <laughs> the, the fairy tales will just be Kanye's song. It's gonna be like uh what's yeah, that uh, one where it's like a uh, Yankee Doodle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, ran around yeah. trying to get yeah. boats. I don't know. God, yeah. I can see myself reading my to my kids. Whoopity scoop, scoopity poop. <laughs> um, that's, that's a Kanye beautiful, song. Yeah. genius song. Are you bringing Rosie out? Rosie, well, she sort of takes a nap during the daytime. I have a box here that's actually a. Uh, a cutter for doing a photographic mounting that I've never used. And she made a hole in the box and goes in there and kind of spends her <laughs> afternoon, part of her afternoons in there. It's um, kind of her hiding place. So she's secure in there. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Did you know, so we have, uh, at my parents' place, we have um, cats and dogs, but they'll, the dogs will eat the cats. So they spend their whole life separate. Like one of is locked in a room and then, they take turns being locked in a room for like 50% oh, wow. of their, yeah, yeah. Sounds like jail. Must get long. <laughs> must get lonely. Lumberjack yeah. nation outside my freaking house. It does. So uh, you mentioned football. I think the Eagles lost, I think, in their first exhibition game. I believe so. I think so. Yeah, I think they did too. too well. Yeah, let's let's talk about football for two hours with four I people do. that don't watch <laughs> don't know anything. I, I do a fantasy football league every year and um I do pretty good. But oh, I wow. do and you don't numbers. even watch it. No, I just but I, I like the numbers. I like, you know Yeah go from there. Interesting. Yeah. This year, I just picked the top three took the, picked the top five teams and I was like, well, if they're the best teams in the league, that means they're probably play the best so that means their players are probably be good enough to get somewhere so then do you, do you win money from this yeah uh-huh, i win money oh nice nice yeah um, um i had i had two ideas of, of stuff if we want to talk but like um the first one i i saw this thing i was watching um there's this YouTuber, I forget her name, but she does like interviews with strangers for like 10 mm-hmm. seconds a piece. And one of them is like, uh, what, tell me about a stranger who you can't stop thinking about or like changed your life or something. And then, um, yeah, yeah. And then the other one, I was just thinking like, like fairy tales, pets, and what was the third thing? Music. Yeah. Music, yeah. Just like nostalgia cuteness the sense of like on you know that the feeling that you get nostalgia nostalgia yeah i wonder if grandpa feels nostalgia yeah i wonder grandpa he's busy (laughs) grandpa 
sorry about that. I was busy untangling my headphone wires and didn't hear a thing in the last <laughs> conversation. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, we're, we're. I was asking if you've ever felt nostalgic. Uh, sure, sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. About about what my the old days or when yeah. I was younger or whatever. Yeah, sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I have. Yeah, I um, I guess uh, we all have some uh, love for our childhood because we're young and healthy, and mm-hmm. you know, and uh, don't have the same uh, problems or stresses that adults have. We have other problems, but uh, yeah, you know, when you so, are, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, when you were untangling your uh, headphones, did you hear the cries of Brandon calling Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> did, it, did it bring you back to when, he, when he, you were yeah, like when he was a baby? I'll just say fine is uh, <laughs> it never stopped. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are no old days for Grandpa. <laughs> no, no nostalgia. I just like <laughs> yeah. it's been a constant stream of my cries, Grandpa. <laughs> here's a little here's a little baby on the street and goes, Is that Brandon? Some little kids. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa. <laughs> He's in a 30-year-old suit. What? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, dude, I remember the last time me and my grandpa like had a fight where he like I think he might have spanked him. I don't know. I don't know even if I can say that anymore. But what? Oh yeah, because he gets CPS called on him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what's, the, what's the statute of limitations on a CPS call? Uh, <laughs> yeah, imagine getting in, indicted as an eighty-year-old. Yeah. I didn't. I, never, I don't think I ever got a whooping from my grandparents. Um, there was threats, which were good enough for me, uh, because I'm like, well, if my parents are strong, I'm sure my grandparents are super strong. I don't want that. My brother, uh, my my brother had a friend when he was like in grade school, and his uh, his friend's parents gave my dad permission to whoop their kids if they were bad <laughs> while they were hanging out with him, and he was like, "Okay, well, I'm not gonna do that. Like, if you think he's gonna be that bad, just like." Keep him. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, no, no, please, please spank my They're like, kid. listen, like, I have an extra belt actually in the closet. Like, I can, <laughs> you can take it like with a, you. Like, that no, is like the ultimate, like, uh, gift to give someone. Like, you can, <laughs> you can, you got supreme power, my child. You can beat the fuck out of that kid. Yeah. It's like, oh, now I can hold my pants up. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not what no. this is for. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. All right. Are we ready to rumble now? We're just going to talk about just everything or? Uh, I mean, I guess uh, hitting kids is a good place to start. <laughs> do you? How do you feel about hitting kids? Yeah, too- grandpa, grandpa, <laughs> grandpa. Do you think? Do you, <laughs> grandpa? Do you think that parents should or grandparents should be able to hit their children or grandchildren? Uh, maybe only if they're running out in the street in front of traffic before the car hits them. I wasn't doing that when you spanked me. Just kick them off, just kick them back onto the pavement. I don't like, remember I don't... ever spanking you. I do remember one time pulling on your arm after you uh, almost uh, ran well, into, I won't get into that with, uh, <laughs> with Jared. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Wow, we're it really was, into without a topic. It's really <laughs> we're really uh, it pops off apparently. Yeah. We don't have a the nuggets. Yeah. I think yeah. having a good fear of death is, is good for children. You know, like my mom's like, if something doesn't kill you, I will. So you're kind of right like, though. You kind of that right. was always like the back of my head. It's like, uh oh. Yeah. Physically though, or like. I think uh, we're talking about fairy tales. I think it's good to know better. <laughs> Once upon a time. <laughs> you fuck up, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> I'm very polite, and I speak to everybody. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I give eye contact because I'm scared not to. All right. Yeah. We, we, we still have a – we still got a, a chance um, to keep this bad boy – on the rails, so I'm gonna okay. let's, let's get our guests. I'd love to hear our first. I'm gonna guest let I'm gonna let Nat- Natasha welcome to this. We've never talked about child abuse before. How are you? That's okay. What? I have a three year old, and uh, I get it, man. <laughs> oh gosh, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, thank you. Hey. Happy to be here. These he- these hands are E for everyone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little kids as well. They probably need them the most. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I don't might, have any kids. That might be the title of my second mixtape. Hands <laughs> are you for everyone. Um, yeah, I guess since we're on the topic, would you ever give anybody, uh, anyone besides yourself, a warrant to hit your child? Absolutely not. <laughs> that is so much. No. Uh, on a lighter note, do you do you ever read fairy tales to your kids, or do you think they're too fucked up? Uh, we have not gotten into the fairy tales. If we do, I think they might be the modernized versions <laughs> for the moment. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but even some of like the popular books, like Where the Wild Things Are, is like yeah. a little scary and pretty dark. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm I'm obsessed with that movie version, and um, it definitely painted who I am now. Seeing it, <laughs> like, it defined me. Yeah, yeah. Like I was such a well-behaved kid, and then I was like, I want to cause the ruckus, you know. But, I remember um, really being into uh, Halloween music too, <clears throat> like the whole like the Monster Mash and stuff like that. Yes. When it first came out as a kid. Does anybody know the the monster mask or yeah. purple yeah, they, monster eater or something purple? They blared it in the gym every year when I was in grade school. We had like a weird parade where like it was it's kind of scary when I think about it now. But like all the kids, like the whole student body, like we wore costumes and like just marched in a circle around the gym, presumably for Halloween. For Halloween, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just we just like marched in a circle in these costumes, and that like then we got to go to like our classrooms and like play games or whatever. But like just a weird Halloween parade. I guess this was the best way for like the parents to like see you and take a picture. I don't know, but yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and they just blared. Are you gonna Mac take and... your kid? Are you gonna take your kid trick or treating this year, Natasha? I don't think so. I I would love to, but I have a friend that's having like four kids and their parents over, and I think we're just gonna do that. He um he had some yeah. issues when he was younger, so we're like a little bit paranoid. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, what issues? Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, immune issues. Uh, oh yeah, no way. So he's outgrown most of it, but when he gets sick, he gets really sick for a really long time. So. Yeah. He's too little to know that he's missing anything. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm a big old bag of candy and 
He'll call it a day. Right? Yeah, like, just play, like, I'm sure Halloween Town's gonna be on, you know? Just yeah. eat some crunch bars. You'll be okay. It'll be great. You'll love it. it um, how, old is your, how old is your child? Uh, he's turning three in a week, actually. Oh, yay. Well, Happy future congrats. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You like the stranger said happy birthday. <laughs> he appreciates that happy birthday as he can Does he have a favorite song? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Favorite song? Any Mickey Mouse song. We actually, it was really funny. We put on Monster Match like a few days ago, totally randomly, and he got really mad and was like, no, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> uh, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> so I wonder if that in the future, when he hears that, like at like age 15, it will be more nostalgic, nostalgic for you or him. I think he'll feel that nostalgia. We've listened to it enough that I think it's embedded. <laughs> <laughs> I just miss having adult songs stuck in my head, though. I think that's what I miss the most about my former life. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm. what, have you heard Baby Shark? Was oh, that God. within the realm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a popular one. <laughs> She's like repressed. Yeah. I don't want to go I, back to that place. I have no kids, but it's still stuck in my head. I mean, like the the trap remixes though are kind of a bop. Like they really they really turned it around, I'm not gonna lie. I would dance to it. It is a bop. <laughs> I I guess we're going with uh nostalgia right now. Um what what to you is like sort of the the best memories from your child like what age for for me it might have been when I was three honestly but <laughs> I all the memories of wanting to get those toys that were so hard to get like the Furby and the Tamagotchi and like begging my parents for weeks and then it finally arriving that's yeah. like great and then of course I've blocked out the whole like next two years where it would like break or get dirty and yeah. I'd get really <laughs> but um the toys was definitely definitely pretty defining moment (laughs) i love i love tamagotchi and this goes back to it's kind of weird how all of these super sweet things meant for children like teach death and (laughs) are like so morbid looking back honestly if you don't clean up all the poop it will die (laughs) like yeah yeah. i still i still have the little toy with an angel icon it's like (laughs) what is this what happened yeah no. What were those like club penguin things that like they wouldn't die, but they would just like run away or disappear if you didn't take care of them? Oh, I don't Grandpa, know. do you know? I don't, but talking about nostalgia, you had asked me before, Brandon, uh, probably my camp days when I was a child. Like at you a camp, camp. Or, camp or camping? I went to overnight camp for 10 Ooh. years when I was a kid. And, oh, you sick. Know, you get, you get, you kind of, uh, bond with the other campers in your bunk. I do remember that. And I also remember being the lead in a camp play and I totally froze on stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the talent gets passed down through the generations. (laughs) (laughs) I I remember a talent show when I was like, I had to be like kindergarten or something like that and everybody had a talent and I juggled two balls and I thought I was the bee's knee just throwing two balls like... (laughs) And catching them, and now that I'm older, it was like, oh, that wasn't juggling at all. It was just throwing two <laughs> balls in the air. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Were you in any uh, competitions, Grandpa? In camp, did uh, they have those singing in, in things? Camp, well, I was uh, fairly small 
for my uh, in stature, and uh, they put me up against the biggest kid in the camp to box. And oh, they wow. stopped. Oh, the I was talking about like a musical. This is a whole different. Oh, oh <laughs> well, that was no, 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 yeah, else, but, yeah, yeah. Go, go into that though. Well, they stopped the fight because I think that I had a more aggressive personality than this other big guy. He wasn't uh, ready for all that smoke. Right. I just imagine the counselors betting money and they're like, oh, no, the little one's winning. <laughs> Break it up. Yeah. Wow. Just cancel the bet. Did the parents know that kids were boxing at the camp? I don't think so. It was like an, <laughs> it was like an <laughs> underground pit bull ring with children. <laughs> wow. But, uh, yeah, my camp days, when you asked me about nostalgia, that, that, that was probably, uh, I guess, the most enjoyable time of my childhood was was uh when i the camp summer camp which i went yeah we went for two months overnight and it was oh, great wow. yeah wow. Mm-hmm. yeah wow. dang so, i don't think I've, i don't think i've ever been to an overnight camp i've been to summer camps where we go home the next day so my, my parents weren't letting me do that well my parents were glad to be relieved <laughs> <laughs> two months sounds amazing without kids right. two months well, they yeah. came up twice during the summer and visited uh, for oh. a few hours. But yeah. yeah, they were like, "Oh fuck, I got to do this." All the other parents. Yeah. Natasha, do you think you'll send your kid to camp if yeah. eventually? Um, now that Grandpa brings it up, I actually I went to camp just once in fifth grade for a week, and yeah, it was the most fun ever. I definitely want him to have that experience. Um, I didn't go as much as I would like. I, I'd like to send him more than once, but maybe not for two months. That's a little yeah. long. <laughs> I mean, I would enjoy it. but They should do an adult version. Where, uh, you have that. I guess, I guess it's just Las Vegas, right? It's just camping. No, I don't know where it is, but I've seen it advertised all the time on Facebook. It's called like adult summer camp. And there's like drinking o'clock and all these like, team building games but you're drinking the whole time <laughs> and crafting. Wow. it's like a week long just like adult fun. and you guys like sleep in like cabins together and shit oh so. i i've not been i've just seen the ads but um that does sound fun except for all the fun. nature yeah <laughs> nature sounds fun too. in the corner and drink that works I feel like you would meet some interesting characters that want to sign up alone for a yeah. one week adult <laughs> summer camp. That, yeah, that sounds like I would. I would do that. Lonely folks. I'm like, I'm trying to meet some friends. Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to make friends as an adult. It's very. Hard I I really think it. Yeah, this is it's super hard to make friends with as an adult because everybody's weird. Like. <laughs> everybody's weird or crazy. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Crazy. Maybe little kids are just more accepting of weirdness. Where are you uh, based out of, Natasha? I'm in uh, central New Jersey, like half an hour from the shore. Oh, I'm in Monmouth County right now. Wait, no way. Wait, where? where? I'm in Freehold. No way. Wall Township. That's Sink up. Sink up. Do like a mini summer camp. Do it now. Yeah, all these New Jersey names, I have no idea what any of those names. There's are. like thirty thousand of them. It's way too much. They sound what, they sound wonderful. What's what's, <laughs> what's nostalgic about those areas? Of uh, the Freehold Mall, the Freehold Raceway Mall. <laughs> no one's going there now, though. No, well, it's yeah, it's weird. It's re- I went to the Mammoth Mall like a month ago, three weeks ago, and it's uh, nothing's changed, honestly. 
<laughs> yeah. Were you one of those kids that went to the mall quite a bit as a as a teen? Oh, the mall is a place to go. Yeah. In in central New Jersey, it's like that and like the beach and like nothing else. Like or like oh, like um we used to hang out in like an abandoned uh I guess construction site. <laughs> or people's basements. Like that's all that you know, there's no no city life or anything. Pretty cool. Yeah. I wouldn't I didn't I wasn't allowed to go to the mall when I was a kid, uh teenage years. But that's just because my parents are cheap. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't want me to see anything that would cost money. They didn't even want you to see it. <laughs> don't, yeah, even don't even breathe don't on even it. Look at it. Don't even look at it. He can't have it. Things have really changed. Uh, when when uh, my youngest daughter was uh, probably, I don't know, seven, eight years old, I used to leave her at the movie theater by herself. And when I was a child, my parents and my mother's sister used to leave my cousins and my sister and myself at a movie theater, we take the, they take us there on a Saturday. Uh, probably cost twenty five cents to watch a movie. Drop us off, and nobody worried about it. And uh, uh, today, I think people are parents are much more careful. Yeah. Seven, like seven, never seven years old. That's yeah. yeah that's maybe like maybe uh, maybe like twelve, 12 yeah. with a friend. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. twelve. Rosie. Rosie. Do y'all think it's because it's more dangerous now or is it just because uh, something else? Well, I think it's because the news media, you know, uh, talks so much about things that happen that are unfortunate, kidnappings and whatever, that people are more uh, more afraid to to leave their children alone. And, And also the authorities, the laws are probably more strict today about yeah. what you can do with but children. That, I mean, and people I were still kidnapping back then, right? Like, well, <laughs> so today you can't leave a, a child alone at an age where a child would be a babysitter years ago. You know, a 13-year-old child would be a babysitter, would be babysitting young children That's years true. ago. And today you can't even leave them alone uh, on their own. So, you know, things have changed dramatically yeah my first babysitting job i was 10 years old i cannot imagine that it is kind of weird because I, even when i was young not that i'm even that old but even when i was younger seeing a kid by themselves like i could go out by myself <clears throat> when i was younger and walk around the woods walk around my neighborhood but if i was that same age now i think i would look at that kid like why is that kid alone by themselves you know by themselves out there um yeah would you let your kid babysit at age 10? I would, personally. It depends on the the maturity of my child. So, yeah. you know, if I have a kid that looks like they have no common sense and they can barely, like, you know, turn the stove on, then I'm not going yeah. to leave them alone. But I feel like they're adult enough to know how to unlock the door and lock the door and, you know, know who's there and all the other stuff. Then I don't see why not. But... Yeah, the responsibility, responsibility or responsible person, they can be responsible when they're 15, and some people aren't responsible when they're 50. So, you know, yeah, yeah. it's a different maturity. Plan on working my kids early so they can be mature. 
so I can start doing things now. There'll be be no kid life for them. There'll be adults as soon as they (laughs) they're out. No, we're gonna start tax prep at seventeen. No, at like eleven. Yeah. At age ten, it's like, what is a babysitting job, and what is like a sleepover with someone who's nine? (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah. The crazy thing is the cell phones. Man, I sound so old. The crazy thing is the cell phones. Um, the cell phones. <laughs> but like even 10 years ago when I was, no, 15, 14 years ago when I was like in middle school, high school, and I got my first flip phone, I, I feel like that now would be so old. Like to, to wait until you're 14 to get your first cell phone now is like insane. Yeah, you'd be a total square. Yeah. No one would talk to you. A total square. Yeah. But like a ten-year-old could technically, I don't know legally, but like they could Uber around right now. Like, <laughs> no, I don't uh, think so. Yeah, I don't think so. They gotta have Uber. like an age limit. I think Uber put, driver put will get a fake beard on their Uber picture. And like, yeah, Kevin three, Macaulay Cockin gets in a gets in an <laughs> Uber. I feel you know what that's a great that's a great example like like Kevin like would you trust like Kevin from Home Alone like is that that's the threshold like. Can he babysit a child? Can he? As if, out, it, yeah. Would you trust if him to do it? I don't. If you're an adult and you're an Uber driver, how much would that kid have to give you money-wise, cash, for you to drive that kid wherever they wanted to go? Because there's no way I'm taking that kid anywhere if I'm an Uber driver. Well, you don't then, know until they get in the car. You're like, hey, and then you look in your rear view, and then you have to like angle it down. You're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm literally yeah. just going to put the child locks yeah. on and call the police. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm letting that kid out. I'm letting that kid get out of my car. I, I, think, I think Uber drivers aren't even supposed to take anyone under, I believe it's 18 or 16. without. Yeah. 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 They better yeah. not. That's how you get caught. That is, yeah, that sounds very sketchy mm-hmm. uh, for an uh, Uber driver to let that happen. This ain't a school bus. All right. Uh, Natasha, we, we have another guest coming up. Do you have any last thoughts? Um, won't let other folks beat my children. We'll <laughs> them I, I just want to apologize on behalf of the podcast. For what you even... podcast? Y'all started that. What? <gasps> what? That is a good question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know. Thank you. Oh, God. <laughs> it's very fun. Great <laughs> having you on. Thanks so much. And okay. I know if I ever, these hands are for everyone except for Natasha's child. You know what? <laughs> there you go. Oh, God. He was an asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Narissa, hello. Hello, hello, guys. What is up? How are you? Hi, Narissa. I am Bueno. How are you all? This is such a fun chat already. I've been listening the entire time. Right? Right. (laughs) Yeah, Narissa, I think we were here for all the all the tech support and everything. Oh (laughs) yeah. Wow. I was in there when grandpa was trying to fiddle with the headphones, pick up the topic, and, and I, I heard the child abuse. I was like, wait, what? Oh, what? <laughs> Literally never been, never done that ever in life. No, we're advocating against to anybody listening where it's, uh, let me be clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speak yeah. for yourselves. <laughs> exactly. Everybody but <laughs> finest. Oh, grandpa. Yeah, I'm gonna put 
my the bird. Uh, oh, she won't let me put her in the cage. Rosie she starts eating my shirt, and uh, <laughs> I've got holes in all my shirts now, and and wounds on my arms and everything. She's got sharp beak and doesn't realize. I told you she got hurt. a taste for human flesh, and she yeah. can't yeah. go back from that. Just think of it as love bites. Yeah. Yeah. When you told That's me that, that karma. That yeah, when you told me she likes to sleep in the during the day and stay in a dark area, I was like, "That's a bat." You know? <laughs> <laughs> not a uh, not a regular bird. It's like one of those stories about like the family. Like, yeah, we found this puppy in the forest, and we just took it home, and it like grows up and it's like a wolf that you like a wolf yeah. grow. <laughs> Why is it eating honey all the time? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Yeah. Do you, do you have any nostalgic uh, stories for us? Um, well, first off, I'll, I'll just give this disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I did not go to school up here. Where's up I here? Went to school in, in, I didn't even go to school in the U.S. I was raised oh. in the Caribbean. Oh, cool. Oh. So the, the nostalgic thing for me was in my elementary school, my primary school, there was a shop. I want to say maybe about 50 feet from the school. And every evening we would just, as soon as the bell rang, we're out going to the shop and we'll buy all the little snacks to eat. Mm. Mind you, some of us had after school, <laughs> parents were coming to pick us up. It was like, no, you can wait. We mm. need to go get our plums. We need right. to go get our snacks. <laughs> Let's go do that. So that's one nostalgic thing. And also when you guys were talking about camp, I forgot about camp until you mentioned it. And we had a day camp. So the camp would open from around 6.30 a.m. Parents could start dropping their kids off at 6.30 in the morning and can pick them up as late as 8 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. And that was a YMCA. Dang. Yeah, that's where I did camp, is the YMCA. Yeah. That sounds like a camp made for parents. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think it really was. And um, other side note, Baby shark, I'm tired of hearing baby shark. <laughs> I've been even, hearing baby shark since 94. Even trap oh baby no. shark? Even, oh, even, well, I can get down to trap baby shark. I'm yeah, not going to lie. But the regular Gra- baby shark, and they're like, oh my God, it's so new. No, no. that's been around since the 90s. Probably oh, the 80s. Gosh. I did not know what? that. Oh, wait, what? I wonder yeah. how much money that songwriter and producer are making now. Somebody's wow. out. Somebody came out here and straight up reappropriated Baby Shark. Imagine the creator being like, oh, I have nothing. And then they had to wait 30 years to hear it <laughs> everywhere. Because there was the whole family. It was Baby Shark, Mama Shark, Daddy Shark, Grandma Shark, Grandpa Shark, Seedon Shark. Do-do-do-do-do. Yep. Same do-do-do-do-do. Shark attack. Wow. Oh, um, dial um nine one one, but in my country it was nine nine nine, not nine one one. So you have to dial that, and then you said it was too late because you know they are they already bit your arm or your leg. Um, <laughs> walk away, then swim away, and then that was the end of the song. It was literally wow. a camp song. You sound traumatized by that song, and it does sound pretty dark too. <laughs> Were you about to stay, uh, Grandpa? But tell them the whole story. Narissa, did you, uh, from your childhood experiences with other with friends, have you kept in contact with any of your childhood friends or any of us? Have we done that with any of the friends we had as as children? 
Yeah, but they didn't keep in touch with me. So right. I, <laughs> I still have a couple. I have like two or three and I'll like, I don't like talk to them though. I just like hit them up on Instagram or something, but it's cute yeah. to see them. Yeah. I picture, like, yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, I just picture friends and aging. It's like the older I get, it's like all of these like gold sifters, like you have like a bunch of sand and then like gold comes through and then like the holes get smaller and smaller. So like the friends I have now, the farther back I go, like the more like amazingly close and like cool the people are, you know, because um, yeah. it, it really it really takes a lot. I feel like to have a friend from 15 years ago, 20 years ago. Yeah. Agreed. So, yeah. Agreed. Um, My best friend is of 20, 20, no, 28 years. Yeah. Still to this day. That's nice. Whoa. Yeah, we I met a... in that primary school. Wow. You still talk wow. every day or not every day, but I think with with true friends, you know you you each have your own life to live doing whatever you do. But if you're in a situation where you need to talk to your friend, you're like, listen, pick up the phone. I need to talk to you, they'll drop hmm. it, whatever they're doing to talk to you. So I don't have to talk to him every single day. I may talk to him today. We'll talk to him for like three months and then we'll catch up. But there's never any animosity, never any, well, you didn't talk to me, X, Y, Z. We just kind of just link back up and, you know, everything is peachy keen. Wow. It's weird to think, like, when I'm hanging out with someone I've known for 15 years, like, are we going to be friends when we're 80 years old? Like, could we could we be hanging out 60 years from now? You know, Grandpa, who's your longest friend that you've had? Well, if you're talking about um, about people from my childhood, yeah. I, I would I would say uh, I, I moved into a neighborhood when I was about 13 years old, and my next door neighbor uh, was uh, two years a year or two older than I am, and uh, his father and he are were very fine musicians, and I've been doing some recording with him recently, where, where we've kept up a friendship. He was our next door neighbor he plays trumpet and also keyboard he's very good keyboard and trumpet player and uh, his uh, son is a drummer for has done drumming for alicia keys and others oh wow oh so, um, so we're we're i wouldn't say we're real close but we we have kept up we have kept up a friendship uh which is nice how, how many years well i'm 80 so subtract uh uh, 13 from 80 and what do you have 67 wow nice. and then i had a i i dated uh, a lady when i was uh I, I i guess i was around 18 or 19 and uh very very short time i dated her and didn't speak with her for probably 50 years after that and then i started dating her again oh wow she had invited me to her school prom when I was a kid. She was a very attractive young woman. And I remember taking her to the um, to her school prom. And she kept asking me, aren't I as pretty as the queen of the prom? <laughs> but uh, kind of silly. But um, <laughs> but uh, other than that, I can't I can't think of anyone right now. I have uh, friends I that I knew in college that I was friendly with. Somebody's call, oh, spam. Another one of those spam calls. So anyhow, that's about it for me. I I don't really I haven't really kept close with other than 
maybe a few people from my childhood. Wow. How does someone reconnect after 50 years? Um, that's a good question. You know, I, I can't remember Tinder? how I how I got, uh, well, I connected with my friend who's a musician uh, because I was interested in doing, I do some uh, professional recording of, of audio. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I don't remember how we, how we got back together. I've been friendly with him for about 10 years now. Uh, since yeah. our childhood, so wow. I hadn't I hadn't seen him for or talked to him for many years before that, and I don't remember how I got back together with the other young lady either. But um, but how about you guys? Have you uh, kept in contact with any uh, any of your relationships? <laughs> I, well, Norissa already told her us. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Some of my closest friends I've been knowing since eighth grade and kindergarten and some like late high school, but my closest friends, yeah, I've been knowing for almost is getting towards like 12 plus years and some time plus times that. So do, I think it's been, it's been hard like, for me to huh? go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, do you still feel like you have something in common with them? You know, that you, you feel yeah. like you're, you're comfortable I, with them. Yeah. I feel like I talked to them so much that there is more like, kin like family like i feel like i'm talking to like a, a brother or a sister when i'm on the phone with them so it's more like uh yeah we got a lot in common i mean it's really just you know normal human stuff but it's just like someone you can just go get to brass tacks with and be like you know we know enough about each other we can keep in contact i don't think i've out, i think i've probably outgrown some friends but were they really friends in the first place no, oh, yeah, I know, mm. right? Yeah, so, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think some of my closest friends, yeah, I've been having them for years, though. Yeah. Well, you know, I it's funny I forgot when when we were when I was uh, mentioning about friends that I kept very close contact with two of my closest boyhood friends, but they both passed away like ten years ago, so I had forgotten about that. But I kept uh, very close contact with them, and we were yeah. boyhood buddies. Even up until their death, uh, yeah, pretty much one more more so than another, but yeah, but I kept we we kept up our friendship. Yeah, yeah, that must have been really difficult. Yeah, yeah, they they passed away. It wouldn't seem young to you, but at a fairly young age, and their one was sixty six, so he's been he passed away probably uh, fourteen years ago. Wow. The other one was uh, not much older, maybe 68. So anyhow. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did keep in contact with, with uh, boyhood or childhood friends. And, uh, and uh, you know, one thing, they pretty much stayed the same people, the same personalities, you know, that they were when they were young. Good. Yeah. That uh, sucks for people who are trying to change their personality. To hear that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like I've grown so much. And it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You're the same as when you were 13. So do you feel like okay? Then what if we have the same? I have if I have the same friends from now and in 20 years from now, should I be like disappointed in myself and the amount of growth I've had? But I'm looking around like, oh, I should have been ungrown, but clearly we're still friends. Yeah, this is just middle school <laughs> with old people. Like. That just means that y'all grew together. <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to think about it. <laughs> Uh, 
Nerissa? Yes. Did 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 you say that you have a you have a young child, right? Did you say three years old? I do like, not. No, that wasn't Natasha. Oh, 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 was the last I have no kids, but I have a, a, a lot of nieces, nephews, and I'm auntie all the way around. Yeah. <laughs> you like it like that? Uh, well, I mean, the good thing with nieces and nephews is you get to give them back, but to 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 quickly touch on the the other topic of the of like if you would give somebody else permission to whoop your child's butt, no, <laughs> when they do wrong things. We're gonna my be circling mother, back to this. I love my it. mother gave my teachers permission to whoop my butt when she wasn't around. Oh no! How, how often they exercise that? <laughs> they they didn't. I mean, there was one there was one incident where I was I think three or four. My mother gave me. At that time, I did not like cauliflower. She gave it to me for lunch after I told her, like, Ma, I don't like the taste of it. And I threw it in the garbage. My teacher <laughs> whooped my butt because she's like, there are starving children everywhere. Why are you throwing away good food? Damn. And then she told my mother, and then my mother whooped my butt when I got home. Damn. So I got double beating that day. But my friends give me give me permission to discipline their, their kids as as long as they know, like, I'm disciplining like them, like how they would, because sometimes kids feel like, okay, I'm going with auntie. I can get away with this. Not with me. If your parents don't allow you to do it, you're not going to do it with me. Yeah. yeah. I feel like the threat is what is, uh, is enough sometimes. Cause I don't feel like my mom gave me whoopings a lot, but even what you're saying about like the cauliflower thing, mm-hmm. uh, mom with the taste of it. it I just remember hearing, how about you? I'd like to taste out your mouth or something like that. Yeah. Like, I know that's uh, now that I'm older and I'm talking about adults beating the kids, it sounds so bad. <laughs> but at that time, it was like, well, I guess I like to taste the color fire then. <laughs> mm. um, how about have, have any of you guys um, kept any kind of relationship or had a close relationship with any of your educators, any of your teachers in life? Miss O'Neill died. Do you know? So I, there was one who I was like, she was probably like my mentor when I was a kid. Like I felt like she like saw something in me and she was so kind, but she was, uh, when I met her as a kid, like already sort of uh, pretty up there. And then I found out out of nowhere that she had passed away a couple years ago and I, I just was not around. Like I didn't hear about the funeral or anything. So like, Dang. yeah. Yeah. Do you remember what she teach taught? Uh, this was like elementary school. So everything, yeah. mm-hmm. everything. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But, I still have um, most of mine on Facebook. Teachers. Wow. Yep. Wow. Wow. How's that? The country, the country is really small. So, the job that my mom had, like, I couldn't get away with anything. So it's like, mm-hmm. even if I tried, people will call her and be like, Narissa's doing X, Y, Z. And then she'll kind of press me. Damn. But yeah, it's Trinidad is, is, is the size of Delaware. Yeah. Oh, wow. So right. ev- it's like everybody knows everybody, especially if you're different from, di- from different parts of the country. Mm-hmm. But my, I have my uh, Caribbean studies, communication studies teacher. I have some elementary school teachers. And it's kind of cool because they don't see you as their students anymore, even though they do, but they understand that 
you've grown up and you've probably like maybe worked with them. So now they tend to see you as colleagues mm, or yeah. they'll just be extra proud. Like that's the kid that I had a hand in preparing for the world. So it's been pretty cool. And they keep in touch with me, make sure I'm good. And sometimes they might ask me questions and advice and um, how my family is doing and whatnot. But for the most part, it's the usual Facebook, stay in touch, laugh at a couple memes, things like yeah. that. On the flip side of that, it's so nice seeing teachers that were fucking awful to you on Facebook, like just doing terribly. Yeah. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> it's so nice. Like, <laughs> how's your ukulele career? Narissa, are your parents still in the Caribbean or did they move here with you? They're still in the Caribbean. I see. And how long ago did you come to the U.S.? I came I mean, to the in. U.S. I came in 2009 for undergrad for college, and I've stayed. So I've been here for 11 years. Oh, wow. I see. What What is your career? Oh, I am. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I say like that because I have three degrees. Um, and I am currently a New York State licensed massage therapist. Go off. Okay. My uh, one of my daughter's uh, brother's wife is a massage therapist. Yeah, good field. Thanks. We are almost out of time, Narissa. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, in terms of final thoughts, first of all, you guys are awesome. Oh, I just want to say that off the rip, everybody's yeah. awesome. Uh, but Grandpa beats you all in awesomeness. I'm just letting you all know one time. Um, <laughs> Grandpa's extra awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, I keep doing what you guys are doing. It's something that needs to happen. Um, just even if it's just, if it's just general conversation, given the current situation we're in with this pandemic, keep doing what you guys are doing. This is awesome. Oh, thank, thank you, you. Thank thank you very much. You. You're hired. You'll come. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll come whenever you guys want me to. This is fun. Thank you so so much for coming and staying. You're delightful. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you guys enjoy your day, all right? You too. All right. right. We have our old pal, Jamia. Hey. What is (laughs) up, fam? Uh, Nothing. Uh, What's up? (laughs) Hey, y'all. Just listening to the conversation. Um, I'm ready to talk. Cool. <laughs> you you don't have a long drive right now, do you? Oh no, I'm actually yeah. I'm sitting at home. <laughs> yeah, um, so you want me to just chime in on what I heard or we're talking about mostly like nostalgia, uh memories, things from the past. Past good stuff from the past, you know. Just, <laughs> you can talk about anything except hitting children. <laughs> yeah, please. Oh <laughs> most is- definitely. I'm a sweetheart. seriously um well i'm from this little small town in mississippi of course and (sighs) when it comes to like memories i really like it's not many that i have because like the family that i come from um i would just say uh my mom she didn't really work um, but she provided for us, you know, uh, for me and my siblings. I have five other ones. And um, like when it came to the extracurricular activities, I really didn't do much um, other than play softball. I played baseball with the guys when I was about five years old. 
Um, and that was that was my fun. You know, those are the memories I remember. And of course, I wanted to do things, but I didn't pressure my mom um, because, like I said, she didn't work and she had sickle cell. And the more that I think about it, it's like, um, you know, at first I'm like, why? Why is she not working? You know, but I never questioned it uh, to anyone else aloud. But then as I got older, I realized that my mom had six had six children and she began having children at 15 years old. And um, so it was like, wow. And me, like I have one son and he's four. And just to think. Uh, being away from my family, I was in uh, Frisco, Texas, uh, away from my mom because she usually helps when like my sisters, they when they had children, she's a big helping hand, you know, teaching how to take care and nurture a child. But I just feel like I only had God to uh, keep me through and raise my son. And I was a nurse, but the mental place that I was putting in, you know, they have the the postpartum depression, um, I felt like I fought strong through that. So thinking back, it's like, okay, well, she had six of us, you know, and no help at all. And, you know, just to keep going, like, like, I just want to know, like her, her mental space couldn't have been so good, but she never broke in front of us, you know, um, little small kinks of like I heard someone say a babysitting at 10 years old well I have a sister uh, my oldest sister she is 29 now um and she often says she wished she had an older sister because she was left at home with us when my mom left and went places you know now I'm older I understand that she just needed a breather after being in the house with five girls and one little boy you know, like that was, I know, um, challenging for her and then not um, taking into account things that had have happened to her when she was younger, you know, like generational things, things that happen in the family. You know, um, oftentimes a lot of people like to sweep it under the rug, but I'm not the one to do that. That's why I'm so cautious with my son. I, I won't leave him any and everywhere. You know, um, honestly, I'll just say if it's not with his dad or me or uh, my mom or his grandparents, then my child is not staying anywhere. You know, it was hard for me to um, send him to daycare. His Mimi actually went and sat in her room for about two weeks uh, the, at the daycare that he goes to in Texas, you know, um, just overprotective, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't say really overprotective. I just call it caring because like, you never know what people have on their mind. It's a lot of wickedness out here in this world. So, um, you just have to be careful. That's what I would say. I think a lot of uh, parents are that way today. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason, I mean, there, there is some truth behind why, we do protect our kids so much uh, nowadays because even though we don't talk about it or not, um, there's a lot of stuff that happened during uh, leaving kids by themselves or leaving unattended with the uh, adults that um, have no right being with child. And, and, um, and yeah, no, also I think uh, me and my dad were talking about this recently uh, about like just kids that have to grow up really fast. The ones, the kids that say a kid that like a 10 year old <clears throat> got to take care of their, their siblings and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, 
I think it's a little unfair. Me and my dad are talking about, like, I think it's a little unfair, even though it's the situation you're in, but to be, like, put into an adult role. I was making jokes about it earlier, but it is it is kind of, like, it's yeah, a shame. Huh? Go ahead. You, you never get to, like, enjoy the, the childhood. And now that we're older and my sister talks about it, I'm like, dang, gee, like, you, you really didn't you know, have the time to yourself or be yourself. Like when you like, I'm sure her, her mental was just probably everywhere. And when we wanted to do the extra things and couldn't do it, you know, although like we're from, like I said, a small city, small town, we don't have things to do here. No skating rink, no bowling alleys, no nothing. It's purely nothing, but just sure. about Three Mexican restaurants, a McDonald's, <laughs> how many dollar stores? We finally got a Walmart a few years, like maybe last year or so. Oh, and um, like it's 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 just it's a city full of darkness. Honestly, it's the ghetto. But you know, you is some very bright people out here. Like we we have a um two NFL stars. Uh Fletcher Cox plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um and um Alexander Hollins plays with the Vikings. But you know, it's just it's very rare that you make it out with doing what you want to do, like your passion. Yeah. Like I said, um like I wanted to like I I've always wanted to write and like be an actress when I was a really really little girl when I played with my little friends. But when I remember in the third grade, when I got dressed up for career day and my mom dressed me up as an RNBSN and I'm like, okay, so that's all I knew from that moment on because she planted that inside of me. And I think that it was something that she wanted to do. But when I realized what the, um, you know, the role was as a registered nurse, I was like, okay, yeah, I want to do that. And then, but I also have sickle cell. So when I was in the hospital, I would see, and then I changed my mind and said, I wanted to be a pediatrician. But then when I used to see the little children who had cancer, you know, with shaved heads and everything, my heart was just mm-hmm. like, sink in like mm-hmm. as a little girl my heart it cringed and I yeah. used to cry because I knew that it was something wrong with them I didn't know what was wrong at the, with them at the time but I knew it was something wrong and I just felt like oh my goodness like Lord help them but as I got older um and I used to hear her talking about bridging so that's what I did I did the CNA the LPN and I got to LPN and it was just like you know what like I told you guys recently it was like you know just stop and do what you want to do so once I left that last relationship with my son's dad I immediately knew you know just just find you love on you mm-hmm. and that's why like a very sensitive person <laughs> you said sensitive yeah i said you you sound very sensitive like a very sensitive person yeah yeah i, I can say yeah. i am i honestly yeah. am yeah. and i i really i want to see a change in this world i know like you can't help everyone but at least the you know help who you can help you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. like the girls me and myself and i i've always encountered things like relationship wise and not just saying like re- with my significant other but like relationship with everyone with family with friends and you know you think that people are for you and turns out that they're really not you know 
I never like to say someone is jealous of me, but the truth be told, it is jealousness. And it's like, why do you have to be when I literally love you wholeheartedly? Like whatever I have, you can have it. Whatever it is that you want help with, like I'll be there hand and foot for you. Like, you know, just be keep it real. Yeah. And um, yeah, so now I like I know I, I heard you guys talk about friends and I can say like I don't have a friend from my childhood. I don't have like it it seems like every level I get to, like from secondary education, you know, to college and all of that, like I I don't have friends from way back in the day because like I guess you just outgrow people and you find out who people really are. And once you find out who they are, you don't allow them to burn you twice. I mean, even if they, you know, do what they do to you again, you know, you just forgive them and move on. Not necessarily saying that there's beef or anything, but you just have to let that be and love them. But you can't deal with them because they're obviously not good for you or not good for where you're going, per se. And I only want to do what's good in this world. So um, do it hurt? not being friends with the people that I love. Absolutely. Like it, it literally hurts when I see them and for birthdays and all of that, like it hurts not talking to them, but they're no good for me. So, you know, are are you, I'm sorry. Are you referring at all to family members? Uh, No, just um, friends, friends, but with family too. Uh, (laughs) That's another. Something you said made me think that. uh, That, Oh no! Oh, different types of relationships. Yeah, but family is. I can go. I'm gonna hit all of them. Okay, so that was friends, (laughs) but with family, you know, you just you also you have to let them go too. Let them like, hey, I love you, but. You know, if you're going to keep up with this negativity, I'm just going to have to let you go. But I'm going to also give it to God. Like, you know, men, if we're supposed to be, you know, close like this, please, me and this relationship, help them see things your way and not the way that they want to see it. Just purify Mm -hmm. them. So because I I want a family of closeness. My family is so divided, y'all. Like, oh, my God, my great grandma. Mm -hmm. She had 10 children and uh, six girls and four boys. And when I tell you only her children are close, like, OK, uh, I forget. I forget how many children her mom had, but she only had a handful and they have a different name than we have. And it's like they call us the bougie family. And <laughs> then but there they call themselves the down to earth. But little do they know we are down to earth. We just don't carry ourselves, you know, just going out with bonnets on your head, you know, just not not being professional or just say just keeping yourself up. That's that's the better uh, terminology to use. But, you know, it's just like. I don't understand. Like I don't understand where it comes from. And I know that some people from that side was the main side, like really doing the touching in my family. Like I, I this is a sensitive subject. And I don't know if you guys even want to hear that. But it, anyway, it's just it's it's a lot. And 
I, the thing that I do for my family, I just try to intercede and just ask God to just help bring us close because we, you know, united we stand, divided we fall. And we don't have, we already don't have a lot of family here. I realized that my great great grandmother came from Canada and she started our family here in Yazoo City. So it's already the handful of us. We have a million cousins. Yeah. <laughs> but but as far as that, it's just like, nah. So one day I just pray that me and my like our family, I pray that we come together because we have so much talent in the family that it's it's crazy. We could have so much, but you know, materialistic things and money isn't everything. So, but if they would just have the love in their heart, then yeah. And as far as like the significant otherwise, the boyfriends and uh the past having um friendships with them, you know, I like I re- I recently wrote my book, Side Chick Savior, and and it talks about that. Like, I don't have anything against any of my uh, past relationships, although some things, some really bad things happen. You know, I just know how to forgive. And I understand that forgiveness is for me and mm-hmm. and not for for them. They can forgive me if they want to, if I did anything to them. But I know I understand that forgiveness is for me so I can be free. And as long as that's there, you know, I'm fine. If I see them in public, hey, what's up? Yeah. You said a bunch. Um, but one of the things that uh, caught my attention is the whole family thing, because I, I do feel like there's this unspoken thing in our family of the bougie side compared to, like, I guess the more ghetto side of my family. Yeah. Uh, it's like a, it's like this big divide between the two of us. Um and again, we don't talk about it, but everybody knows, you know, um, and uh, I was talking to my dad about that. And I was thinking, like, is it better to to like marry like people that are like you or is it good to like because I'm thinking like the more different the people are, the better because that makes people like the community. better. No, yeah. But at the same time, it'd be a I lot of fight. Feel, yeah. But I feel like you said marry. I well, feel I'm like, saying like, when, yeah, I'm saying like, like, if you want to marry, I just, I feel like you should be equally yoked. Like, if that person's mindset is like yours, you know, not, not necessarily saying the same, but if y'all have the same goals, you know, if you can thrive with that person, if that person loves God, because, because that's, that's really the sole reason for marriage. I was in a, I was about to marry my son's dad. You know, because I'm thinking, oh, I want a two parent household for him. I don't want I want to break this generational cycle mm-hmm. and all of that. But when that guy, he was not good for me. He was toxic. You know, we weren't good for each other. And he wanted to like he could have been in the NBA. He could have been across seas playing basketball. But when we had our son, guess what? He only thought he only thought that, oh, hey, I need to work. I need to take care of you and this baby. But I didn't see it that way. I felt as if if that's your passion, if you want to go and play basketball, hey, I got this over here. I got this in. I can handle this. You can leave us. And when you get what you when you do what you have to do over there, we'll come. We'll come. So you just go do you. But I had to realize we were better off apart because I didn't feel like he would really fulfill his purpose in life if we were to stay together because all he 
thought about was money, 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 money. And, you know, I had a career. I could have, and I did it anyway. I took care of everything. But when he wanted, when he didn't have a stable mind and he wanted to keep changing jobs. And I also had to realize that when I said what I said, he took it as me belittling him, but I just saw the bigger picture. I didn't think that it was belittling. I felt as if it was encouragement. So if his mind wasn't in the state where mine was, of course, he wasn't going to see it that way. Mm -hmm. So now that we have to co-parent, it's like he he gets it now. And, you know, and I, t I tell him, hey, do your own thing. Do whatever is in your heart to do. And you're going to succeed. You're not going to have to try to figure it out. So and when you married the right way, I was going to say, I didn't know why I was getting married. I was marrying for romance. Oh, I love him. And, you know, we're going to be together forever. And we have a child. But no, when I realized and I had to go back to the only thing that I knew and that was reading in the Bible, like God just he's and he's still showing me today that you have to marry be, because you're actually marrying Christ. That's what you're doing. And I promise I'm not being religious. I just know it's just relationship, the spirituality. When you believe, when you believe in something and and he'll do the rest. Like you just have to read that word and know. So you got to have like minds because you don't want to marry a wicked person. And then you're over here doing good. Not saying that we should say that, oh, we're 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 so perfect and we're so this and we're so that. No, I feel like like perfect anyway only means mature. If we're talking about uh, Bible terminology, it only means to be mature in Christ, like the knowing and life is ever changing. It's it's ever changing. And you have to learn how to love people differently every day because we're not going to wake up feeling the same way every day. You're going to get a different vibe. Yeah. Well, Jamia, we've got another guest coming up. Do you have any last thoughts? Uh, no, um, I, I like being on here, man, like talking. Mm. And I know I probably leave y'all with a lot, a heck of a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love having you here. You sound just like you have a whole lot of like love in your heart. And you just trying to, sounds like you've got a good system of just trying to figure out how to keep that love and not let anybody else bog you down with their business. Which yeah. is really well, good to have. Yeah, I think a, a very good. I, I <clears throat> personally uh, find your attitude just really like uh, I, exemplary. Exemplary. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, you've been through quite a bit, but also you have to have one of the brightest souls I've I've talked to in a minute. That you know, even though you've been through quite a bit, you seem to uh, definitely be so grateful and so um, full of bliss, which is you know hard to find. So that's like good. Inspiring positivity. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Oh, well, thank you guys. And I look forward to talking to you again, maybe one day. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Grandpa, uh, you got anything? Before? No, I, I, I enjoyed listening to uh, this conversation and uh, learned a lot from it myself. You know, I feel like I, you know, to hear someone that has that much love in their heart and uh it's it's very uh encouraging in life yeah especially with the way things are today yeah does your does last That's question really quick the last one does your child like baby shark song or no 
Oh my goodness, he used to love it. Oh my god, but now he loves saying "Grandpa Sharky." Oh god. Can we can we pause, Grandpa? Bart has never heard of this song. Can we play this for him just so that we're all in contact? Please. I haven't heard the grandpa version of it. Live on air, I'm going to play you Baby Shark. Do you know what Baby Shark is? It's a... a, (laughs) You got to hear the whole song. All right, so it's this this viral children's song that's like, it'll never leave your head once you listen to it, so... Oh, Jesus. Um, all right. I guess I can just play it for my speaker, Sierra. Is that true? Give it a go. I don't know. Let's try yeah. it. Yeah. Right. All right. Let's see. I have to pull it up. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Ready, Grandpa? Yes. Oh, wait. Fuck it. You Remix. can't hear that, can you? <laughs> you can't hear that, can you? All right. Uh, hold on. No, no. Nope. Nope. Nine minute song, Grandpa. <laughs> oh, mm. all right. I get the idea. Okay. Well, see, I know why you don't have to beat your kids now. Play that over and over again. Right. Just scare them. Just be like, listen, right here. Just keep playing this. Over this could be this. This will be you in this song right now. We're gonna oh run gosh. into so many copyright issues on this show. That's like a rite of passage at this point. Yeah, for real. Thank um, you, Jamia. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, have a good day. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You too. Oh goodness, I'm sure they yeah. like the free the free marketing we're giving them. I'm gonna send y'all you, the trap uh, remix later do you after have the context show. Now, Grandpa, say that again. Context yeah. of this song. I mean, we've been talking about it so much. I I don't want you to feel left out. No, I I I heard it. Uh, quite frankly, my hearing is not great. And I picked up some of the uh, some of the words, but not all of them. Well, I'll send you the trap remix later, okay. and you'll get yeah. a full no lyrics. What it's all about, uh, Malika? Can you hear me? Yes. Hello. How are you? Very well, thanks. How are you? We are just grand, grand, grand. Yes. Hello. Uh, we're oh. talking about nostalgia today. Uh, well, for me, I would have to say it would start when I was very, very young. Um, after my dad was, like, after my dad passed away, my mom taught me how to protect and preserve our environment. So her and I bonded over us taking care of the earth and me learning how to live off the land. And now, um, after having a traumatic brain injury and cognitive concussion, that has been helping me with my recovery. 
So I travel globally teaching students and communities how to live an eco-friendly, healthy, and sustainable lifestyle filled with kindness. And I recently started my nonprofit centered on what I learned when I was very, very young. So I'm very, very excited to be able to be of service every day to not just members of my community, my state, but worldwide. Wow. Well, congratulations. What yeah, what state are you? Thank you. Uh, Well, I live in Delaware. I am from New Jersey. So, for example, (laughs) Jersey in the house. Yeah, very cool. So, um, last year, I secured a sponsor and I was going to both an inner city school and a suburban school because I grew up in both areas. When my school was full in the suburbs, I had to cross the railroad tracks and go to a low-income inner-city school that was next to a power plant. And as a result, today I now still have asthma and respiratory issues, which I am very frightened during this pandemic. But since my mom and service dog are both high-risk, I you know, I leave whenever I have to to go get us essential items. But I did plan to take an inner-city school on an eco-education field trip. And our sponsor, after finding out it was not the suburban school, they pulled their funding So I had to sell my belongings because I made a promise to the students and the teachers, like everything was planned. Like the lesson plan for the day was me because I am elite Miss Delaware Earth Mm -hmm. and I couldn't cancel on those kids last minute. So I didn't. I sold my belongings and I was able to pay for everything for the eco-education field trip. And they had an amazing time. I introduced them to vegan and vegetarian food options Mm -hmm. and I had all eco-friendly utensils, so bamboo plates, napkins, cutlery, you name it. Even the cups were eco-friendly. So I was really, really excited to just expose them to eco-friendly products and vegan and vegetarian food, as well as teach them how to take care of the environment. Because as we know, our children are the future and they're going to inherit this land. So I I, felt like... like a, a big thread that has kept like getting touched on is um, inspiration through positivity, like like being positive or making good out of like really terrible situations. And like I'm I'm just curious for you, like what? Because for me, I feel like it, it would be so easy to like go towards the dark side, um, dealing with any sort of trauma. Um, and it's like very inspiring to have someone that like does maximum amount of good from that you know so like what led you to make that decision thank you um just knowing that if i'm going through this someone else probably is going through something similar different or even worse and Mm -hmm. i just wanted to be that light at the end of the tunnel for them because i knew firsthand like what i didn't tell you when my dad passed away he was actually murdered in front of my face when i was four years old And that was really, really hard because I am a dad's girl. Like my dad was my best friend. He was my world. Mom may have had me and she was, you know, okay and all, but like the sun only came up because my dad smiled. Like he was just my life. And so having my best friend, like I used to be a tomboy (laughs) back in the day and we would sit and we would watch football. And I remember his favorite team was the Miami Dolphins. And I said, when I grow up, I want to be a Miami Dolphins cheerleader. And he told me that I could be anything I wanted to be when I grow up. All I had to do was work hard. 
So my entire life, all I ever did was work hard for whatever I wanted because my dad said, and my dad wasn't ever wrong. And he said, if I worked hard, that I can accomplish anything. So I have tried. I did try out for the Dolphins, I think either once or twice, but I was training to be a professional cheerleader before I got injured. And now things have just changed a bit. So instead of pursuing professional cheerleading, I just try to be that light in the world. Yeah. Nice. That's amazing. Yeah. You sound very sweet. I'm assuming that most of our guests are not Trump supporters. Maybe that's how uh, that's hilarious. That. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, are, uh, are you? Uh, <laughs> when I are. vote, I vote with the climate in mind. I think that we need leaders who care about our environment, who care about the world. So I support people who care about the people and want to do good in the world. Okay. Okay. How, how much? Uh, uh, how much have you improved physically? Uh, apparently, you had a uh, very serious injury, and uh, where are you at now in terms of you know your physical? Uh, self. Yeah, how you doing? Thank you for asking. So I am able to walk. Um, sometimes like my vertigo, like I didn't have vertigo before the injury and now I do. So I deal with that. I'm learning not to walk when I'm dizzy. So I'm going to give you guys the funny and it's okay to laugh at my expense because I will probably laugh while I'm telling you guys what happened to me. So after getting injured, it was really hard because not only I'm like, not only do I have a traumatic brain injury and cognitive concussion, but I am disabled now. So it's completely different from, you know, being, I'm not going to say like a regular person, but just living with this disability, I have come across a lot of roadblocks yeah. and companies didn't want to hire me. They're like, well, why don't you reapply when your brain heals? Mm. Okay. So I assume that since people were telling me that, that it heals, but that's <laughs> it's yeah. not the case. A traumatic yeah. brain injury is something completely different. So I learned that. that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. yeah. But, um, physically I'm, like, I'm okay. You know, I can walk, I can talk. Sometimes my words are a little slurred and sometimes I may stumble through a sentence, but I don't stop. When I first got injured, I did cry a lot because I went from being, you know, a pseudo-intellectual, having a 3.85 GPA, being able to just have conversations on various topics to struggling in math and not remembering what a spoon is and having people in public laugh at me because I can't count past three or I don't remember the word for spoon and the waitress was being super rude. Yeah. So, you know, I've just, I've undergone a lot and it not only made me stronger, but it made me realize that we do need a safe space for people that are disabled to work. Mm -hmm. Because even when I did get hired at a bank recently, my colleagues were like, well, why are you here if you're not fully healed? Like if you still have headaches and ringing in your head, like why did you even leave the house? And it's like that type of mindset that I feel holds people back. I am yeah. here because I am a person and my bills don't stop just because I'm disabled. 
Damn right. That's true. They, well, you, they, you, you sound very articulate. So uh, Thank you. Well, you should have heard you, me in my interview yesterday. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was, you know what's funny from what you were saying is all the stuff you were saying, I was like, man, I want to laugh at all this, but I can't find the right moment to laugh at all this. You, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, okay, okay. So I'll get what happened to me. All right. So <laughs> and thank you so much, Grandpa. I heard you. <laughs> So I um I got hired at a job and this is before I got hired at the bank. And I was rushing in to hand in my last paperwork because you know, like you want to be early, not on time, because when you're early, you're technically on time. And I just wanted to show them because they they watched me grow up. Like I said, I'm originally from New Jersey, but when we moved to Delaware, like that was the first grocery store that I ever went to. And so they've known me for 10 years now. And um, I did like, and they know, like I'm, I'm always on time, but I wanted to show them like this disability is not like stopping me yeah. from living my best life. Yeah. So I was trying to walk while dizzy. Now, listen, listeners, if you have vertigo, if you're feeling dizzy, allow yourself a moment to get your whole entire life together or this will happen to you. So I was walking, okay, and I didn't see because, like, when my vertigo got really bad, like, I just I couldn't see, and I misjudged the step. Like when you're walking from no. the um, pavement to go onto the grocery stores, uh, like I I can't even remember what that word's called, but I missed it, and I tripped, and then I fell, and then I tried to get back up. And then I fell again because I was oh, no. still like my vertigo was still bad. I was dizzy and I rolled on the ground no. and it was so bad. How, how many steps were there? There was just the one big one. And here's the thing. This is yeah, in the suburbs. Okay. So this is in like the legit like suburban, suburban part. Okay. And let me yeah. tell you what happened. So now I'm rolling, trying to, you know, get my whole life together. I'm rolling around. People are here. This is a busy grocery store. This is in the heart of the area. Okay. And so <laughs> there were so many people there. And now one person, now one person helped me up. They no. all stopped. And they were looking at me and this one lady grabbed her daughter close and I'm like, ma'am, I'm a state queen. Like I, you know, like I'm not, I teach students uh, for a living. Like, oh no. I'm like, I didn't see this out loud, but this is what I'm thinking. I'm like, what? Like no one asked if I was okay. So let me tell you. That is funny. So <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. So I got up and this is how, you know, I've been through some things in my life. I got up, I dust my little pants legs off because you know I bust my knee and there was oh, blood no. coming through the pants. No. Oh, okay, because oh, <laughs> okay? I got hurt. I had a cut on my ankle. I had a cut on my arm. Listen, this injury is no joke. So, you know, and I fixed, you know, I shook my hair out. I fixed my hair. I walked in. I put my head held high and I smiled and I continued to walk in that grocery store to hand in my last documents because I was starting a few days after. And so when I had the girl call for the manager, she was like really in like a bad mood. She was having such a horrible day. And I was like, I can tell you're having a rough day. And she was like, yeah, you know, she opened up to me about it. And I was like, all right, I'm about to change your life. Are you ready? Because I'm going to make you laugh right now. And it's okay to laugh. And I told her what happened outside to me. Like she was laughing so hard, so loud. And she was crying. She was like, thank And you know, I showed her my kneecap. Yeah. I, showed her, I showed her my busted knee. I was like, I just brought these jeans. These are Calvin Klein. You know, they cost some money. Dang. Like, <laughs> 
They weren't the cheap ones. Disrespect. <laughs> oh, and you know what? I still wear those jeans with the hole in them present day because I reduce, I recycle, and I reuse. And there's there nothing wrong with having a hole in those jeans. <laughs> I'm dead. Rock and roll. That is hilarious. Dang. <laughs> that is that is funny. I don't know what I would do though. Like, I don't know. I guess I've never seen anybody in per I've never seen Vertigo in person. I think the only actually I think the only time I've seen Vertigo is um what's her face in Arrested Development. And it was they were making a whole joke out of it. But I've I don't know what I I don't know if I've ever seen somebody with Vertigo in person before. I don't think I have. I don't know what yeah. I do. Well, because they're probably the smart ones that are, you know, sitting down and passing. <laughs> can't get up real slow. Can't get up too fast. Right. This is. I don't have an option. I'm trying to get this money. Trying to I chase that work. bag, man. Yeah. <laughs> got bills to pay. Yeah. So like, in your in your expertise, you would recommend do help somebody if they fall, right? Like, yes. Like, I mean, give it a try. Assess, right. Assess the situation, or at least say, "Excuse me, are you okay?" Like that one kind question goes a yeah. long way. Yeah. Like it nobody asked part. you. Yeah. That's messed mm-hmm. up. Yeah. They didn't even. It is nice for somebody. It's to crazy. Drink. Yeah, and it's not like this I was, was right in front of a bank building. No, no, no. this is when I was working at the grocery store. Grocery store, gotcha. Yeah, I I work hard. Before um the injury, I worked four jobs, twenty to twenty two hours a day. Apparently, you need sleep, and I didn't realize that. But mm. my mom was diagnosed with cancer, and I like. I wanted to leave the state. I wanted to go to school out of state. So, when you're a certain age, you don't have the luxury of getting like extra help you have to pay out of pocket Mm -hmm. so I worked to pay for my tuition out of state and I was able to make enough money to not only help my mom out here in Delaware but you know go away to school and I did just that and so it's like I worked too hard and I had to take five days off from all of my jobs because you need sleep (laughs) and I had to recover from not having much of sleep but yeah, I was able to pay for college and I'm going to school now to be a crisis counselor. So my second, de- my second degree will be in crisis counseling for K through 12, but my first degree is in education and the arts. Wow, Wonderful. Is that a psychology degree? Uh, yes, it's a psychology degree, but I'm going to be a crisis counselor. Yeah, Like just, you know, I don't know like how school was when you guys grew up, but I remember in middle school, my friend used to cut himself because his dad would get drunk and come home and beat him and his mom. And so I just want to be there for people that are going through things that don't have anyone because the only time we had a crisis counselor at my school was when one of our friends committed suicide. And that was the only time. But people are going through things every day and it shouldn't have to be till something extreme happens that they're getting the help they need. So. That's why I'm trying to finish up my degree so I can provide the service before it's too late for anyone. It's very, very upbeat, and I think you'll be able to help people a lot. Thank you. Yeah. And then uh, I got a quick question. Sorry, you can yeah. answer it if you can answer it quickly. In the very beginning, you were talking about uh, you taking um, the kids into ur- the urban school and the suburban school, and that once uh, they found out you weren't taking the um, Suburban kids, they 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 pulled out. Mm-hmm. Do you? They tell you why? They, they said they, that they know. 
Yeah, the inner. They said that they felt the inner city school kids wouldn't benefit from going on that full trip. That they wouldn't learn anything. But what they what they didn't know. Yeah. And what they didn't know was when my school in the suburbs was full, I actually went to that inner city school and look what I'm doing today globally. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe it would do something. Yeah. That's a uh, yeah. proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You would think you would think the people living next to a power plant would need to learn about the environment they're in too. You would think. You would exactly. Because <laughs> this is a big, this is a big power plant right next to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay, yeah, all right, that's good. That's about the that's the answer I wanted. Um, <laughs> Malika, yeah. we're almost we're almost out of time, but do you have any final thoughts? I just want the listeners to know that they can spark change in their community and globally. All they have to do is believe in themselves. And our earth is something that we all have in common. So now is the time to do what you can to help others. I love it. And I, you know, we love what you're doing. So keep going. You're doing great. Thank Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It's been so much fun. Great. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get some rest and stay, stay safe. (laughs) Thanks guys. I hope to see you on the podcast soon. Me too. All right. See ya. Bye. And last but not least. Mr. A- oh. Mr. Last, last and not least. Hello. Last and not least. Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy. What is WWE reference? All right. Okay. What is that nostalgic to you? That's perfect to what we're talking about. I'll allow it. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Did you like that stuff when you were younger? Do you still? Yeah, like it? yeah, 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 yeah. I when I was younger, you watched a lot of WWE, and this guy would come up on the stage and get a microphone and go, "My name's Mister Kennedy." And then the best part, <laughs> the best part of it all, is he would say Mister Kennedy and then stare the audience down, look back up to the sky, Kennedy. <laughs> Is he talking about himself? Is he saying, like, he's Mr. Kennedy? So he's letting everyone know that he is Mr. Kennedy. Yeah, twice. Uh, yeah, okay. Do you think that, okay, that's pretty cool. Um, Honestly, yeah. I hate nostalgia. I'm not. Why, you know, why do you hate it? Like, sometimes I'll open up a yearbook or something and I just start seeing all these things and. And the emotional memory of going back to like the emotional memory almost is too much for me to handle. It's it's like you know the only experience that comes close to me on this one is you know when you eat something like a cake and it's almost too sweet for you to handle. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's how nostalgia feels for me sometimes. Wow, I I think that makes sense because you're a very positive person from my knowing you and like. Uh, me being less positive looking back at good memories, it's like just sweet enough where I'm like, oh, this is nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I feel when I see old pictures of myself, I usually am pretty, or not even myself, just old pictures, period. Yeah, it's a mix between, if it's me, I'm embarrassed. I'm like, oh, I was alive. Uh, 
but no, I guess I like seeing family. It's nice to be like, yeah, to see see old things like old holidays and be reminiscing of it. But it doesn't yeah, it doesn't make me feel bad. But it's cool to see the sweet thing. Um, uh, Bart or Grandpa Bart? Yeah. Do you, yeah. Uh, do you have? I'm so sorry. I know. I, I was trying to either respect by calling you Grandpa or I didn't. <laughs> um, do you have any? Do you have any of your yearbooks? Do you have any of your old yearbooks? You know, I I have a a yearbook from from uh, from high school, but I put it away somewhere, and I frankly don't know where it is right now. I I need to take a look. I probably haven't looked at it for twenty five years. So, but yes, I do have a yearbook. I don't remember uh, getting a yearbook from college. I actually graduated from Penn State with uh, with uh, Brandon's grandmother, and uh, we were. We graduated together. And, uh, oh, I didn't know that. Really? Oh, you didn't really? Honestly, the same <laughs> the same class. Same class. We took the same courses. A few of them together. She didn't. She didn't transfer. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe after college. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great. I'll be sure to send her a copy of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm her favorite ex-husband. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow I, where it was uh did you have kids before you graduated already or no it was we after. did we we had kids we actually owned a home and had a wow uh, live-in uh babysitter so that we could go to classes wow okay. wow yeah. wow Things you could do in the 1920s dad was the war bucks over yeah, there was the live-in live um uh nanny was she 10 we were talking about child labor earlier on the show. Oh, really? Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. What are What are your views on child labor, Sunny? I mean, I, I people want to act like we're so much farther ahead from child labor, but if you've ever walked into a convenience store, you've been served by a seven year old. Amen. Probably. probably. Um, yeah, you're talking chronologically or mentally? <laughs> <laughs> On uh, both, <laughs> honestly. Um, dang, I had a question um, about. Oh yeah, what's the what's the youngest age someone's taking care of you? Like, Sonny, like someone's babysitted you. Do you know like the age difference? Have we don't we don't believe in babysitters in Indian culture, bro. So what is it? You, what there is there is none. Your mom raises you, and then you, <laughs> and then you go, and then you find out the world sucks. <laughs> Outside your mom's teeth, and then yeah, and then once you realize the world sucks, you're officially a grown man. You've already been married for five years. <laughs> oh goodness, it's a good life. It's a good life. I um, yeah, we don't believe in babysitters at all. We've never. I never. I don't. I can't remember a time where I ever had a babysitter other than maybe my grandma, my grandma, my mom, my dad's mother lived with us forever. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I, I know babysat me a lot. Say that again. You, you babysat me technically. I, I did. I did. I, yeah. spent a I was lot a baby of, and you sat me down. You and your siblings while you were growing up. Absolutely. Yeah. I was a little baby. You sat me down and you were like, this is what life is really about. And I was like, I'm four. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Speaking of four and nostalgia, I I remember when I was four, um, the like Steven Spielberg movie Gremlins came out. Oh. And I don't know what he did before that. He had done like E.T. and something else before that that was just cute and fun and you know everybody threw their just 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 grabbed all their kids and just threw them into the theater and just was like mm-hmm. entertain get entertained and it was it was great everybody loved it mm. great time and then gremlins came out and <laughs> everyone was very very clear okay everyone was very very clear gremlins is not for children it is not a children's movie it is not a film this is not et very yeah. different premise different concepts whole different rodeo you feel misled because mm. you had so many nightmares. My father. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> said, hmm, this is a nice VHS tape. And <laughs> my mom was like working nights, so when we were really little, so it was like me and my brother. My brother was okay, so my brother was five because I was four, and my dad gets this VHS and we're watching, we would watch movies all the time when my mom was gone, and he put this one in. My mom specifically told him, like everyone else. This is not a movie for children. Don't let the kids watch this movie. So he anyway went to Blockbuster or whatever and specifically sought out this VHS and we're watching it at home. And I'm already having problems like from the get and like four-year-old me, like I remember literally saying, it's probably one of the only memories I have as a toddler. I specifically said, dad, I don't want to watch this anymore. (laughs) I don't like this. Wow. And, and that, that's one of your first memories. That's like one of my first movie, memories. You like came online. You're like, oh, this is what life is. <laughs> I was like, I came online. Yeah. No, I was I was like, I remember saying, Fear. Dad, I don't like this. I don't want to watch this movie. And I guess because I guess because just like if I left, he couldn't watch me and my brother. I don't know. But for some reason, he said, Sierra, just be quiet and watch the movie. <laughs> Just be quiet oh, wow. and watch. So I had to sit through the whole movie, even though like my tiny four-year-old body was just literally terrified. Wow. And so like that night I had like a nightmare and I like ran into my parents' room and like I was a really jazzy child. So I like ran in the room and basically just read both of them. Like, I told you I didn't want to watch this movie. Now I'm having these freaking nightmares. Now I'm need I didn't even want any nightmares tonight. Like wow. and I'm I'm getting in this bed. I'm sleeping in here tonight because y'all done did this to me. And I was like, uh, oh my gosh! So and my my was mom was really mad I at him. I could say the word "mama." Yeah. <laughs> I was really mad. Living with your parents was great. I'm sure, like nothing can hurt you there. No, I didn't yeah. watch it again until like I was maybe 16 or 17, and I was still just like, nah, this ain't it. I like they're scary. It was yeah. very scary. Literally, like you have these very you literally just basically took like a puppy or a kitten that could almost talk, so even better, and then you just. And you literally turned it into an actual demon from hell that tried to kill you for no reason. Like there was no, there's no good version of the story. Like there's no, it was terrible. I feel like a lot of scary movies are just meant to make kids like afraid, like pet cemetery. Like, Oh, you like pets? Well, (laughs) try again. Yeah. Chucky, like your little doll. You're like, you like dolls. Well, they kill you too. (laughs) I, uh, I never even seen, um, this is how Alfred. I had nightmares of of Candyman. I didn't even watch the movie. Someone just told me the premise of it, um, <laughs> and that was enough for me to have nightmares about the Candyman. Just of saying Candyman in a mirror, because then you know, I, I don't know. I just speaking of being a small or just like a kid getting bullied or whatever. 
I think I was a smaller cousin or a kid, so people would like throw me in a, like the bathroom and close the door, and they'd be like, "Candyman, Candyman!" <laughs> oh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. "Oh no!" <laughs> trying to think of the mirror. <laughs> um, Damn. That's yeah, that's rude. Mm. You remember your first memory, Finas? My first memory. Or Grandpa, Sonny, anybody? I do. Yeah, yeah. When he turned online, I remember mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so weird. When, yeah, when you turn online, it's so weird. Like, I, yeah. I was, no, yeah, I was, I was like, I don't know, three, four years old or something in my parents' first apartment in Indianapolis. My dad is like, it was like my dad, my mom, my grandpa, my grandma all at the dinner table. And I'm just grabbing some food and sitting in my father's lap. That's really about it. Wow, that's pretty cool. Do you remember the first time you got online? I'm sorry, Sonny, finish what you're saying. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That's pretty much it. It doesn't get much more exciting. <laughs> just, just sitting on that, sitting, hanging out with his dad. Uh, yeah. Love you, yeah. Sonny. And then Iron Man came through. <laughs> and then I found $5. Yeah. What, what about you, uh, Brandon? Do you have a, a first memory? I do, yeah. And I, I feel weird because it's so specific. And I, I read somewhere that every time you bring up a memory, you remember it a little bit less. Um, but here we go. I guess I was just standing in front of the staircase looking up uh, when I was, I think, three. And um, I think either I heard my mom yelling or I yelled like, Mom. And then that was that was it. Like I was online from that day forward. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I must have been online super late because I don't remember Jack squat until like maybe third, second, first, second, third grade. Whoa. Like, like I no remember, like little glimpses or nothing? I don't remember being like a, a kid kid and like little things. Like I don't remember being in a crib or anything like that. Most of my memories come from like my first baseball team, which is when I was six. So mm. before that moment, wow. Just Sounds like, like you weren't babysitter material. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I was just one of those dead babies. Not I mean not literally dead, but like, you know, just like drift off into space, just staring <laughs> off at nothing. Because they said at least they said I was pretty quiet as a kid. So Yeah. I wonder I wonder if the older you get, the the more memories from when you're younger you lose. Like grandpa, can you remember your first memory? Like your earliest memory? Well I can remember <laughs> memories from very early age from Probably uh, two, three, four years old. Yes, two, maybe three or four. It's hard for me to know exactly what age I was, <laughs> but I'm fairly sure that I was uh, probably not much more than three years old or four. What's What's your earliest memory? Well, I don't know specifically, uh, but I had a memory of uh, my father had a machine that recorded vinyl records, and I remember him recording me and talking to me on the record, and I remember uh, being down in Atlantic City with my mother and father uh, when I was very young. I remember my father uh, dressing up for Halloween and scaring my sister. Um, you know, I remember your... different, different incidents with my natural father who died when I was only five. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know that, you know, I was younger than five. Wow. Wow. So you still remember him, even though it was so young? I do, and um, and and actually, I uh, had some uh, eight. He used to do a lot of photography, and I had eight and sixteen millimeter film, which I converted to digital. And I watched them, and watching him and my mother when 
uh, you know, at the time when I was a very young, well, it was before I was born, probably some of it, um, you know, kind of like uh, allowed me to look back at him physically and it, it, it brought me up, brought me memories and, uh, you know, from when I was uh, a very young child or even before I was born. Wow. Memories of my father. Mm hmm. Even like just hearing you talk about that, I'm like, I would hold on to that film and just not watch it for weeks. Just because like the idea of watching that would just like the emotional flood that I would feel just in terms of like that nostalgia feeling that you get when you're like, it brings you right back into the world. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One of my first memories was actually with uh, your mom, Bart. Okay. It sounds weird when you say the sentence like that, like but my, your, your mom, Bart. <laughs> my, <laughs> my great grandmother, your mother was what, um, <laughs> let's, let's clarify this fucking shit. You creeps. All right. <laughs> my, my grandfather is on the line right fucking now. <laughs> you said it. I right. you said it. And then, and then you said it weird the way I said it. And I was like, well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you, all you had to say was, you, "Man, I remember my great grandma." <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on. Um, <laughs> grandma Ruth, great grandma Ruth. Um, she with Max. She made us. I don't even think she knew what Pikachu was, but when I was like a baby, they got us a Pikachu cake. Do you remember that? Were you there, Grandpa? I don't think so. A piece of what cake? <laughs> a Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu. I don't know what that is. It's like this, like little animated uh, monster, it's like a, a very popular a Pokemon. Uh, you know what a Pokemon? Uh, is? Yeah, I sort of do because I used to hang out at Comic Con with you. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He knows Pokemon. Gram Great Grandma Ruth got us um, a fucking Pikachu cake, and she was like yelling at Max, like Max, Max, like get the That's Pikachu unusual. cake. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think yeah, that's one of the first times I like came online was with Great Grandma I, Ruth. I don't know if I was in school or not, but do you remember Bird King and they had those like golden uh, Pokemon cards? Like these be like yes, yes, yes pieces, yes. and you get them with their like you know your Bird King purchases. I definitely remember that because Pokemon was such a big deal that I really, really wanted a Charizard golden card. <laughs> oh man. I, st I still feel that way. Yeah, right. Wouldn't it be nice to have one of those? Dude, I feel like... Do do fast food places not give out little toys anymore? They oh, do. Yeah. Oh, we, used to, we used to get the best toys ever. Oh, yeah. I actually got a toy recently because they came out with... McDonald's came out with the like the decade, like the, the best toys of the of the decade. Like, you know, like mm. the one for your kids. Um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, what I never... Get? I got I bought I bought a couple meals. I got the uh, the Dalmatian 101 Dalmatians, the one with him in a car, like it's a car and he's got his eyes covered. Um, I got a Mickey Mouse uh, when the Mickey Mouse from Final Fantasia, you know, when he's being a conductor, and he's mm -hmm. a magician. Yeah, you know that was, that one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I also got that purple figure, the one the the purple. Oh, dude. Um. Uh, yes. Or whatever. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wanted the hamburger, but I didn't get it. So. You never see Ronald anymore. It's because he's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. He's he's yeah. 
I, McDonald's is like a nostalgic restaurant for me. I used to eat it all the time as a kid, but I wasn't afforded Happy Meals. I was like against the rules to get a Happy Meal. Oh really? my God. I'm the cheapest of, what was the cheapest of all of them? What you, you get? get no, you see, you think it's the cheapest of all of them. Of all the meals, you get a McChicken or two McChickens, and it equals up to two dollars and eighteen cents. Right, right. <laughs> and then you go home and you drink the soda. And you play. <laughs> you play with the toys you already have. <laughs> oh man. Dude, yeah, that's make- a good stand-up joke for your set. Most kids got Happy Meals. I just got a meal. Oh my god, was yeah. a McChicken. Yeah. yeah, my meal was whatever, whatever emotion I was feeling that day. It wasn't always I, happy. Speaking of the kids thing, I think a mean thing to say to kids. My mom said to me a lot, which is so silly because, duh, I don't have a job. But I'll ask for McDonald's. My mom be like, "Do you have McDonald's money?" Yes. And I'm like, "Come on, please." I'm hungry. Did you give me any McDonald's money? Like, I know, right? I live in your house. No, I don't have any McDonald's money. You're just throwing these labor laws back in my face. Like, it was just to- said no. Easily just said no, we can't have McDonald's. But to just be like, hey, little kid, you got McDonald's money? I don't and need then, an economics lesson. I can't count the 22. Age six. No. It's, <laughs> yo, it's because parents, evolution, you know, <laughs> if we're speaking on an evolutionary level, the memory of children working is still in their brain, and they're still salty that kids aren't working. Right? Oh, that what it is. Yeah. It's like if you yeah. don't want to, if you don't do want to you admit that, that you're grandpa? broke, don't just throw in my face that I'm broke. Do you do you have the memory of child labor, Grandpa? <laughs> Who are you talking to? Oh, well, I I, I I have a memory of you of you uh, going to restaurants. I think uh, when you were like eleven, uh, the melting pot. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. ordering too. Yeah, dude. Very. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told him he didn't got melting pot money. <laughs> <laughs> I just now imagine um, your your uh, your parents Bart dropping you off at a camp for two months, and then you coming back, and then they're like, "Hey, you didn't make anything. You didn't do any child labor." <laughs> actually, actually, I did. My last year, I didn't want to go to camp. I was already fifteen years old, uh-huh. so they arranged with the camp for me to build a boat. And uh, I bought, they bought a Chris craft at 14 foot runabout, which I built during the summer. Damn. But they didn't tell me that they had sold it to the camp. And, oh uh, no. I it, and I saw it, I went back like 10 years later and it was still on the lake. Uh, wow. You should have gotten residuals. And you tie You wow. just tied it to the back of the car and just yeah, <laughs> rode away. Something to do for the summer. You know, I was out in the hot yeah. Seemed like really hot, and in those days we didn't have uh, like electric um, uh, drivers for for screws to put screws into the thing, and there were mm. literally wow. thousands of screws in this boat. So I drove them all by hand. It was a job. It was quite a job. Quite a job yeah. doing it. Well, it was it was free labor because you were a child and you were doing exactly, it for free. Right? Right. Yeah. See, and then we- they sold it. That's and I had another friend that went with me, uh, you know, went to camp with me, a buddy of mine. And um, and uh, the first day he came out with me when I was building the boat, and that was the last day he came out. <laughs> <laughs> Never wanted to come out again to do it. But Same. Yeah. What were you going to say, uh, Sonny? No, I mean, that's, that's just obvious, guys. You know, you, you're... 
adults see these young abled bodies and they want to destroy them and make them feel how they feel and so child labor is a very natural process of human evolution <laughs> i i mean i understand now that i'm older and if i had kids that were living in my house rent free and they're eating all the food and and they complain so much about like just things you know i think yeah. i'd be- I think I'd get annoyed and be like, you got to go mow the lawn or do something to to, to carry your freaking weight because I can't, I can't deal with this. This is what irritates me about that because you say these children are living rent-free, but it's like if you need a roommate and then you just make one. <laughs> and? That don't mean I said that still, I, that's, that roommate still got to pay rent. If your kid's complaining, if your kid's a complainer, that's on you. That's something... You got to figure out. You can't be mad if your kid's complaining. Like who, who made, who gave you all of this? Uh, who, who gave you all of this entitlement that you're here? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's why I just working into him. <laughs> there you go. That's why you do child labor to get them to yeah. stop complaining. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me open a convenience store. Man, I was gonna, I was gonna title this episode "Nostalgia," but now I think it has to do with either oh, hitting children or forcing them to work when they're young. Just child abuse. Yeah, basically. I don't think talked about more. Work that well, you got to use positive reinforcement. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. I would agree. But if that doesn't work. These hands probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I believe in positive reinforcement. Okay. Grandpa and chill it. number seven, these hands. These hands. Not for everyone. Clearly. Sorry, I cut you off, Sonny. What were you saying? Oh, no, no, nothing, nothing. This is positive reinforcement. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's good. It's good. You shouldn't, shouldn't have kids working too young, and you shouldn't hit kids at all. The end. And I think on that, that is the end, uh... We've hit our no. natural, natural stopping. <laughs> you know what would know be funny, though, to watch no. is UFC cage fighting with children. No. Yeah. Stop if it's two children fighting and I'm not, like, a part of it. Rosie. <laughs> Rosie. <laughs> she went like this. The bird went like that. <laughs> Rosie. Uh, I, um, I'm telling yeah. you guys, Rosie is an agent of chaos. I did. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, destruction! Oh, she's so. Rosie's cute. like kill the kid. I can't. I gotta stop. Yeah. Now she's nodding. She sides with finest. She's yeah. bobbing. She's ready to. She's vibing. She's thinking of baby shark. Baby. Right. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. What's what your opinion of baby shark? What's my opinion on what? Baby shark. What's a baby shark? Like a baby shark? And on that, we're out. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for coming, Sonny. Oh, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, Sonny. That's that was so cool. That's, what is this Cloverfield? What? Yeah, yeah. Podcasting with Grandpa Bart and Rosie, always on his shoulder. This is Grandpa and Chill. Grandpa and Chill is brought to you by your hosts Brandon Fox, Bart Frank, and Finest Jackson. Our producer is Sierra Doss. You can find episodes old and new on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more. Subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show, and follow us on Twitter for behind-the-scenes moments you can't get anywhere else.